It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What do you get when you cross a know-it-all newspaper columnist with an awkward, unsophisticated everyman? Yeah, uh, well, I'm just not sure about that right now. Welcome to Couch and the Room. Welcome to Couch in the Rue, presented by Skymint Premium Cannabis, inspiring people to do better, feel better, and just be better every damn day. By the way, Skymint right now, Jason, yeah, 50% off customer appreciation sale going on today. So Man. if you listen on Friday and get out to Skymint, 50% off one item. You can't just go into the store and take everything. I mean, you can't clean them out. But one item, any THC or CBD product uh, at any Skymint location and, um, it seems like they just want me at their store yeah. like every day, five days a week. It, it, there's going to be great. a stop made today by me for sure uh, over to SkyMint to take advantage of Customer Appreciation Day. Uh, and today, uh, so if you listen Friday, get out there um, and uh, take 50% off any one particular uh, item. Uh, we are going to dig into your groovy donut Twitter questions here uh, in a second. Coming off the, the NFL draft and... Um, that, that's the big news yesterday. Anything that was really interesting to you last night, Jason? The, uh, Trevor Lawrence went first. That was a shocker. Big shocker. Huge, I'm, huge. That Jacksonville Jaguars took all of their clock like a-holes. I mean, that draft didn't end until like 1 a.m. And Jacksonville is really on the clock and taking it down to 30 seconds when you know you're taking Trevor Lawrence. But other than that, I like the Lions uh, pick. I did too. You know? I was it, little- it gives me faith in Brad Holmes not uh, caving in and trying to get a Devontae Smith or some flashy player. They need offensive line help. No matter what your boy Lowe says or Jeff Seidel, you start from the inside out, right, in football. Yeah, I mean, Seidel. And I don't understand how these guys don't like this pick. Seidel at least had some data, but, you know, just because you have a platform doesn't mean you're you're really equipped to be writing on this stuff. That's Lowe's had some data, that. too. Yeah, well. How can a guy enjoy being just, hated so much? Just like I just, shit, I yeah. love just reading the comments. When he retweets stuff, it's great. Like, yeah. Why yeah. would you want to be that guy? Well, at, at a certain point, you become the um, Rod, what's his name, the guy who left, got fired from the news, and went on. He's now at uh, the new Deadspin. Who's um, that? Rod. Rod. God dang it. Stiffington? No. And now now we got to give me some Hoff because it's just like 10 seconds. Rod. Cockburn.
Rob, Par- Rob, Rob, Rob Parker. Rob Parker. Jesus. Rob. That was painful. COVID brain, by Skyman. Yeah, yeah. No, that, I'm still blaming COVID brain for, like for the fog. Like, you become a guy, like, it's okay to be, like, Drew Sharp was controversial, right? He was somebody who wrote some negative stuff, and he wrote some things disagree- people disagreed with, but you had to read him. People read him. And he probably meant most of them. He did, right? and, he, and he enjoyed poking the bear, and you knew when he was just doing that. He loved doing the Big Ten sucked line, and whatever. People knew that was a shtick. Mm-hmm. But there becomes a point, like like with Parker, where not only are you people don't like you sometimes, but they don't even read you, and that's a problem. If they don't, if they don't always like you, but they read you, fine. But when all of a sudden you're just there's no credibility when you can see on the headline who somebody is, that that drives me nuts. And and uh, I, I don't I don't understand the, um, you know, look, they have a platform doesn't mean they uh, are are equipped to have an opinion. And a guy like, look, we talked to Dave Burkett the other day. There's a guy who has credibility on a subject, right? And It's quite the teeter-totter there and um, between Burkett and, and Lowe's. Yeah, so we, we, we'll, we'll go with, with, with what Burkett said. I agree. They didn't get cute with the pick. I didn't want them to get cute with it. I, and there were two guys, Pitts and um, the, other, the second receiver. Uh, Rob Parker. No, Jesus. Rod. J- uh, J- Jamar, Jamar Chase. Chase. Yeah. If either of those guys had fallen, I would have been okay going there. Once neither one of those guys are at seven, you don't get cute with the pick. To me, you go with the guy you were going to go with all, the, all along. And by the way, Tyler, one of our listeners, I didn't realize this. I had a busy night last night. We wound up playing a co-ed softball game despite raining most of the day and being 54 degrees. And I was running around, and my wife had some stuff going. So I didn't have time to get my bets in for the draft. Said play, An offensive lineman was plus 600. Now, where were you getting numbers? Because DraftKings and MGM, they were taking, they took the the draft off the board. I was looking to bet yesterday at my buddy's place. Yeah, I didn't even the even my so. even my book through my own personal bookie didn't have draft stuff up early in the day, and then by later I just had too much stuff going. So if if you got a great deal on an offensive lineman, that was a great play. Yeah. And, and despite the like, Harry has had a lot of great picks coming on this show, and he's like nine and two or something in his last eleven. Always advise following Harry. His pick on the Lions taking receiver was one that was off, but we told you it was off. So you know, don't. I hope you didn't. You didn't take that one. But he also he texted me later and said Lions take offense. And he sent me this minus three hundred, minus two sixty parlay. I go, <laughs> how much is that going to pay out, Harry? It's like one sixty. I'm like, how? All right, I trust you. But I think he had Lions going offense as well. Yeah, and the Tigers bet finally got back on on course last night. Um, that was that was good to see. Not the under. Buenos tardes. It is time for the Detroit Tigers gambling update with Gramanito Couch and Jason Nee. Three three one perfect first game. Eleven nothing second game. You know we we, we 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 but we didn't even we didn't get house there because even though we we lost on the under, I, I had a feeling about the uh, plus one and a half. And, and it worked out when Boyd went out and uh, the Tigers got lit up. So we're back on track there. Now they're going up against the Yankees and Garrett Cole tonight. I love the one and a half. Harry does too. Harry lo- just loves the money line. I, I like one and a half tonight. I think they're going to get just. I mean, who's going to get a hit against Garrett Cole tonight? <laughs> That's the problem. Ooh. I mean, they're so bad. They're so bad. The, the, the challenge becomes Vegas has now moved it down to seven and a half, the over under. At a certain point, Vegas is like, wait a sec. These guys cannot score. This is a triple and the Yankees lineup. haven't been playing great baseball either. No, no. So no low scoring game tonight maybe maybe we'll we'll, we'll see I I don't who was it uh, um I forget the fuck. Scooball Scooball I think it's the pitcher tonight right 
Uh, anyway, all right, let's uh, let's dig into these Groovy Donut uh, Twitter questions. Uh, before we do, by the way, Groovy Donuts, if you've ever seen that Groovy Donuts hat that I have that I really love and, and actually wore last night to play uh, softball in, um, Groovy Donuts has all sorts of really cool merchandise on sale among their, their many great donuts and, and, and other things. And there's so the limited time Groovy Donuts uh, hats will be on sale for $22. They're normally $28. It's a good hat, man. It fits the head well. Even a big, ugly head like mine makes it look a lot better. Uh, you can go to GroovyDonuts.com and, and, and order one of those. One size lid fits all. Uh, it's a snapback with a custom embroidered peace sign on the, uh, for the, the donut on the front. Um, and uh, it, they're, ni- they're nice hats. I think we all we know that. I've, if I'd known this sale was coming, I would have worn the hat today instead of the shirt. Instead, I went with the Irish cap just because it, it, it felt good uh, on my head uh, uh, today. Available in-store um, um, or via priority mail. So if you're not around... This, these parts, but you like Groovy Donuts, you like the hat, you can order a Groovy Donuts hat. All right, let's dig into these Groovy Donut Twitter questions. All right, Graham. Uh, Eric Schultz up first. Remember when Wojo suggested the Lions trade Stafford two firsts, including pick seven this year, and a second to the Texans for Deshaun Watson? Has a worse trade ever been conceived in the history of mankind? Well, you sure as hell don't want Deshaun Watson right now. Have you listened to 97.1? I'm sure you'll find a, one, a, a trade proposition proposition that was worse i'm guessing well they're filling time well right? i'm not saying from i'm saying from callers oh yeah well sure yeah uh the, the, look and, and nobody saw the watson thing coming so and but i was always we talked about this i was always nervous about watson because i don't like athletes with two repaired acls that's my limit that's so, the issue that's the problem with watson you got right now not the well, 22 mas, uh, masseuses no that, that, i mean he's got bigger issues if, if he was in town we we could just go over to hawaii spa here our future sponsor and and, <laughs> and, and check in and see if he was over there um <laughs> but uh no that was a bad uh but even before that how much you gave up watson moving forward as a franchise guy always made me slightly nervous because of because of the knees right uh, next one from Eric. I'm going to preface this by saying I've watched zero minutes of Pistons basketball this year, but I've heard nothing about Siku uh, Dumbaya. Looking at his stats, they're not good. What's up with him? Is it too early to call him a bust? It's not too early to say he's not part of the Pistons' plans. That I sort of understand from talking to uh, people who know more than me. James. Perhaps. Right. So, And, and it's not that he's even heard that, but what he – when he talks to the front office about future plans, Seiko is not somebody who's brought up. And he looked like a promising player last year when they had no other rookies, and you know there were some, uh, some comparisons to the what's-his-name out of Toronto. I, I suck with names today. I don't know what's going on. Um, but uh, anyway, I, I, I don't think he is they're, – they're not going to cut him or anything. He's on a rookie deal, and if he develops, he develops. They're just not counting on him. He, he's not part of their plan, and he hasn't developed. He hasn't been great. He just – He's not somebody I even think about when I watch the Pistons. I watch their other other young players. Next one from Eric. Prior to the development of the vaccine, did you think it was going to be this hard to convince people to get vaccinated? No, I, I thought we were all in this together. Like I thought was, it was going to be not as not this tough, but you thought it was going to be tough. I thought it was going to be tough, but the numbers are shocking, especially down in Detroit. What thirty percent are vaccinated in Detroit? What, 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 that shocks me. What, what's frustrating is I knew the mass thing got politicized, whatever. But I thought we were all on on board that like once we had the vaccine, like that's back to normal life. And sure, there are a few people that are anti-vax. But when the Johnson and Johnson story came out, and nah. some stories came out about people having complications, I mean, even my sister was 
you know, questioning, you know, should I get the So the one, here, here's my so, problem with the Johnson & Johnson. The whole there, there have been messaging problems where they, they're trying to coax people to do something without just being blunt and honest with us. This goes way back to, and this hurt and initially. Now, this is not why the mask thing about, got politicized. But when uh, Anthony Fauci early on said, you don't want to wear a mask right now. And part of the reason he said it was there weren't enough masks to go around. They wanted it for hospitals at the time. But people took that as, oh, he's flip-flopping. Uh, this, is, this is all bullshit. And what he should have said is, look, it would be great if we could all wear masks right now. I think that would really help. But right now, we need to let hospitals have those masks. And as soon as we have enough, then, yes, we can go that way. But for now, just stay in your house. Stay six feet away. But he doesn't trust people to do that. He thinks, well, I'll hog the mask. Same thing with Johnson & Johnson. Johnson & Johnson, the efficacy is like 76%. It's like 80% after you get your first shot of the other two. And then you need the booster for time or, and, and, and to fill it out is from what I understand. But like, so you get one and you're two weeks out of the other ones. It's better than Johnson & Johnson. In other words, it's okay to say Johnson & Johnson's not as good. And we've never said that. Just, just be honest with people. We were going to get to a point where anybody could get whatever vaccine they needed. And so, yes, there, but I, I did think we'd be more all in on the vaccine because I thought more people wouldn't want to just make statements. We want life to be back. You can have life back if you get vaccinated. And if you're truly somebody who's an anti-vaxxer, and I disagree with that way of being it, that's fine. If you're doing, Well, it's not fine. But if you're doing it to make a statement or to be difficult or because it's your body, your choice, well, fuck you. You know, <laughs> Nobody tells me what to do. <laughs> yeah, if you're doing it to make a statement but you don't really believe it, just do something for the common man. Okay. I will say the 14 hours of sleep that I did get after the second shot was amazing. Man, like waking up out of a coma. Next one from Eric. How's your oatmeal cooking been lately, Graham? Are you still regularly overflowing the pot? Or have you worked out a better system? Hashtag story worth telling. So, I, I yeah, I do I do occasionally get distracted. I look over and the milk is overflowing all over the stove. And it's, we've had to create this system, this little metal shield underneath it, because it's a real pain to clean up once it dries. Uh, and I'm not real good at doing it myself, so it winds up being my wife's problem. And that's... Um, Lots of issues there um, on a number of fronts. So, um, yeah. So, but but I've I've I, I do make a conscious effort of not overflowing the oatmeal. That is the what second oatmeal story we've told on this. Damn. I mean, the, the last one was three minutes. I was looking at the clock to see if you're going to break the record. This one was this one was better. It's yeah. Good. Yeah. We we may have more stories we're telling as the show goes on that are better than that. But that was a story we're telling presented by our friends at Midtown Brewing Company. A reminder: Midtown Brewing Company now has brunt a brunch menu. It's a fantastic brunch menu, including uh, mimosa flights. I, I just, I'm, a, I'm a big fan. Breakfast nachos, avocado toast, pancakes, uh, a chorizo uh, a brunch burger. Uh, it, 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 it's really cool. They've got a great setup. If you, if you want to be outdoors, it's a uh, covered patio that's heated when need be. Good setup indoors. Uh, on the weekends, uh, enjoy that, that, um, that brunch menu. And uh, it is I'm telling you, it, 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 it's worth trying. You will absolutely enjoy it. That's 402 South Washington um, in downtown Lansing, Midtown Brewing Company. Dominic, up next, now that I'm back serving on the board of directors at Hallis Hall, your thoughts on the Justin Fields pick. How many Super Bowl rings should I be pre- prepared for the next five years? Maybe you should indulge me with some hyperbole for all the Mahomes pain you delivered, Grammy. <laughs> First person I thought of last night was Dominic when they took Justin Fields. First person. I felt good for Dominic because this does soothe a lot of that. I kept thinking they missed their window, which they still might have. I mean, it might still be. Uh, but at least now they have a quarterback worth watching. 
And uh, you know it. it uh, and mean, when it fails, it's going to be great because they trade it up again. But at least this this one is something exciting. Sorry, this was the move to make, right? You had if you're the Bears, this was you can't have QB one being Andy Dalton. You just can't go into a season like that. You can't waste people's time. This gives you a dude, the Red Rifle. This gives you a guy. I, I love the, I love the the move, uh, and and I and I um I. I, I don't love it as a Lions fan because I think he could develop into something special. I can see right now, I can picture watching a Lions game. It's a crucial third and eight. He's going to use his goddamn legs, and he's going to pick it up, and the Bears are going to win. But they still have Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace. So they, they do. They're still together. And they still may have missed the window with their defense and other things. Like The thing is, once you have the quarterback, you can always be competitive. But it's still, I mean, I mean, two guys on a one-year deal, it's the same Patricia Quinn thing. Did yeah. they reach for Fields? I don't know. I don't think they did. You can, what you have to do, though, is if Fields is your guy, you're going to fire those two eventually probably. You have to bring in the next person, in, in the next GM, because this happens all the time. The next GM wants his guys. But like you said, they give you one more year, and you go into the season with Andy Dalton to save your job. I would be like, no, that's not happening. We're trading up somewhere. Yeah. No, I, I thought it was a good move. You have to have something to inspire the fan base, and not to be depressed. I mean, the bottom line is, there shouldn't be Bears fans, or it should be like I don't before this move because I don't see how you get up in the morning with the home situation, with your quarterback situation, and even watch the NFL. I don't even understand how Bears fans existed post Mahomes debacle and what came out of that. I, I just don't understand how you're able to lift your head. Next up from Dominic, the tell your offense of futility, offensive futility knows no bounds. Not only do I think we should pounce every day, I think certain days like tonight against Garrett Cole, we should take the under one and a half runs scored at plus 155. And if they hit it, chase the, the loss live there that fucking bad. What say you? There are lots of Tiger uh, situations, unless Tony LaRusse is coaching and he leaves a pitcher in who, who needs to be left out like he did on uh, Wednesday night uh, or Tuesday night. But, yeah, no, I, I, there are lots of live line possibilities with the Tigers. The problem with that is you do have to watch the Tigers to, to, to do it. But it's fun. If you bet against the Tigers, this is a great season. Jason, I'm telling you, when you know these guys can't score, like they're down 4 nothing yesterday, and I've got, them, I've got the, uh, the minus 1.5, and, and I know it's over. Like any other baseball team in the world, you still have to pay a little bit of attention. That right. game's over. That's what, like you said, you have to watch, and you have to make it worth your time if you're going to sit through a three-hour terrible like hitless baseball game i do like the so one and a half runs i mean the obviously somebody could run into a, a fastball and you know get, but the, it is one of the, it may arguably the worst lineup in major league history uh it's a triple a lineup there's just not a lot of guys that are going to be in a, on a part of a major league team that's winning it's depressing it's a lot of things so we might as well make cash and and the under uh, under one and a half runs at plus 125 is not bad juice for what the tigers might get tonight Next one from uh, Dominic. If LSJ alum Fred Stabley Jr. gave Irvin Johnson the nickname Magic, shouldn't current LSJ columnist be considering nicknames for Imani Bates? May I suggest The Master? Try it out and let me know. The Master? I I don't know if I want. What would you come up with if you had Imani the Master Bates? Yeah, I know what he's going for. (laughs) I I, I picked up on it. Just want to make sure. I didn't miss. I, I didn't, missed it at first. I will admit. Okay. Yeah. No. I. I. When I read through it earlier, I was like, "Well, that's not going to be a thing." Um. But uh, <laughs> the uh, what the would dinosaur? Yeah. His talent's rare. That would catch on. Yeah. I, can I see mean, dinosaur shirts. The only closest one I've had to one that kept on was a legend with Russell Russell Bird. 
because people used to hashtag it after I would do it, legend, because I always said it. And uh, so, so you came up with legend for Russell Burt. <laughs> yeah, I did. My claim to fame, absolutely. Watch out, Stably. Uh, Dominic, with this question, why does it feel like Graham has referenced the enigma of Trenton Gillison's untapped potential for like 19 years, but in reality, the dude is like a redshirt sophomore? Also, thoughts on Trenton Gillison? So he's got a world of physical talent. And he's an athlete. He's an athlete, and I, they could really use him to develop into a full tight end, and if not, become a guy you use split them out wide and all that but yeah i mean th- those are guys that man i mean you just look at them and it's like it's like a pickup basketball game if he shows up in a seven on seven drill you're like i want that dude um but he's gotta got to be in the right places you know this is a this is a performance year it's year three it, it's time that you know he shows you a little little something look it's a difficult position guys emerge late i um i still think he's got pro potential um but I think we'll know it by the, the end of this year whether it's going to happen for him. Tyler, up next, why was the offensive lineman plus 600 for the Lions' first-round pick? Easy money and word was fairly well spread. Glad I sprinkled. Tyler, I want your book. I don't know where you're at, but yeah. holy crap. I would have dropped. I mean, I would have I don't, I don't. would have risked, I think, 500 on that. Because, just because that that's such a um, – and I don't even know if the book would allow that, Max Bet, but because I knew it was at least – at worst, it was 50-50. And to me, at plus 600, 50 50 is worth taking a pretty good chance. Are we sure it wasn't plus 160 or something like that, Tyler? It just it doesn't seem like that number would be right. Well, sometimes. And I'm get, jealous that you got that number. I am too. Like I you saw said it. I would have went heavy on that. I but s- there's still some, you never, you never know about the Lions if they would have went fields, if he was, you know, he was still there. And I would have been. Monty Smith. I would have been sweating it out, obviously. But well, that's I, why it's called gambling. Yeah, I suck at that part of it. Next one from Tyler. A no-name player scored 50 last night for the Rockets against the Bucks. 279 total points in that game. Where the hell is the defense? Buck, the Bucks look done, by the way. The Bucks are weird. Like They're going to have to go out, and they're going to have to reshape some things after this year. And obviously, you give it a shot in the playoffs. And the thing about the Bucks is I do believe they can play up to top teams' levels. But they're not a team you can bank on against bad teams. And that makes them a bad gambling team. And I hate the Bucks. I hate the Bucks. That and they have, you like you at. said, they have bad losses. Just, you don't like that from a team that you think is going to win a championship. Yeah, they've screwed me too many times. I'm, I'm out on the Bucks. I'm with you. I don't, you know, the whole NBA has been weird right now. And I do think, like, if you go down and there is money to be made, if you if you look at these and you go, oh, injury report, who's who's, but the whole NBA, like you, you look every every day at the injury reports. You're like, this team's missing five starters, four starters, three starters. It's just not – they're going to have to do – and I understand it's condensed and there's some – this can't be the way the league operates when fans come back. And This isn't the final three games of the season. This has been like the final half of the season. It's bad. Next one from Tyler. My Bears fanboy friend was much happier tonight than in 2017 because, one, people have heard of this quarterback, and, two, at least he didn't play football at North Carolina. Bold move by the Bears. I like the move. And if it doesn't work out, I'll still like the move. It's it, you know, look, Charles Rogers was not a bad draft pick. The shit just didn't work out. And I love the draft pick. And he would have been, I think, an all pro player and, and and But if it doesn't work out, I mean it's another quarterback that you traded up for. You did. You did. I'm but, sorry, it's but, gonna be devastating if it happens again. Justin Fields needs to save this franchise from itself. But what is the difference? The the one the one guy, Mac Jones is the one guy who went after him. Who you could say, well, you could take Mac Jones, but nobody other than the 49ers that loved him was thinking that. So Mac Jones becomes a star, maybe. 
But the other guy, it's not like you were ahead. What, what kills you on the other ones is you were ahead of Mahomes. You were ahead of Deshaun Watson. And so you're not here. It takes a little of that risk away in terms of how you feel about it, I think. Alex James up next. How many games before the Lions regret passing on Devontae Smith? I don't I don't think they will. No. I mean, I, I don't think you – I mean, obviously – there are going to be playmakers in the league who are going to do big things, and those guys are great. But as long as, uh, you know, and, and even if this winds up being a bust, I think it's the right move. And, uh, you know, uh, and I know he's fast, and I know he's speed and all that stuff, but just the way his size. And then looking at Zach Wilson, I'm like, this guy's going to go up against Aaron Donald, Miles Garrett, Zach Wilson. He looks like he's 14 years old. You see that thing of him with all the other guys, the the – Tweet. Well, they're all doing gang signs and, and he, shit. And, and he looks like, terrified. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, you ain't going to survive, dude. And and plus, he saw no uh, – the weird thing about it, he saw almost no uh, pass rush last year. They put a weak schedule at BYU at all the time in the world. He makes me uh, a little bit nervous. I think Panay Sewell, look, he, he, the Pistons have made two sensible picks high in the last two years. Last year's is a little nerve-wracking right now because it was not a great year and there was an injury. But nobody at the time thought it wasn't a sensible pick. It wasn't. Some people, more people disagreed on that one probably than this one. But I, I think this was a sensible pick by a new staff. And and you, there were two ways to go. You need playmakers at receiver. And I think I've seen, I saw somebody, maybe it was Mel Kuyper, say they're going to take a safety. I, I think you you do have to get a playmaker now in the second round because there's still some dudes and you got to go get somebody. That would be my move there. Because part of it is on defense, like it's like the Tigers, right? You can have good pitching, but if you can't score at all, it's just it's a long, hard season that everybody just hates, and so you got to have something flashy, uh, you know, and a second round pick. You can get somebody who can develop, have some speed, have a playmaker. Um, it, you know, if you're able to run the ball decently, you, you'll be fine. Like that, I think you got to make that move now. Alex James with this question: How far into the draft before your respective significant others attempted a hostile takeover of the television? So we had some people over, been in our, our, our bubble. Where we were playing a game of apples at apples last night. Apples, uh, apples to apples or whatever. Um, so you couldn't watch the draft? No, I had the draft on. Oh. But what I'm saying is they weren't worried about the TV. So I had full control. Uh, well, good thing because it's not their TV. What do you mean? They're right. neighbors. Right. Well, even my wife. Demand shit. Right. We, we played one thing on YouTube at one point. I had to turn it off for one pick. But, Unbelievable. Um, yeah, I don't know. For me, I'm good. My wife has, has a boatload of work to do this weekend. She's already told me she doesn't want to see me. Um, and so that I'm going to be able to watch whatever the hell I, I want to do. And I, I actually have a fair bit of work to do this weekend, uh, on a, a news project I'm working on. How about you? Therese was at home by herself. Cause I went to my friends in Berkeley, oh, right. Berkeley. Uh, yeah. So she was watching the Blackhawks game by herself. How'd that go last night in Berkeley? Uh, it was fun. Sky Mint was well represented. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I slept on his couch and woke up at 6.45 and drove back and everything. So That's yeah, awesome. I feel great. That's awesome. Atticus uh, up next. It's the year 2000. A young Graham Couch is drunkenly stumbling through downtown Chicago. He runs into a young Rube who is fleeing a strip club for exposing <laughs> himself after a meet cute. What does that mean? They both enjoy hashtag Skyman together. How off the rails does Graham Couch's life go from there? So if I'd met Jason in 2000 drunkenly and down, because I had some drunk moments in Chicago. Um, if I, we had met in 2000, how off the rails is my and life We're the go? same age. Yeah. You know, we're close to it. Yeah. But yeah, I think you would have definitely have, have known to stay away from me. In 2000? I would yeah, have seen that. I mean, yeah. If I'm a tool at 42, you should have saw me at 20. It was bad. Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, I had lots of different kinds of friends. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I, I like, so <clears throat> I didn't. 
I was fairly ambitious, and I always viewed, like, there are two types of people in the world, right? I've always said, like, those who are ambitious and those who play the guitar. And I didn't like people who played the guitar, and I didn't like women who preferred guys who played the guitar over ambitious because they didn't like me. And and the worst thing is you know by the time they're 28, they're not going to care about the guitar playing guys making $4 an hour still. And and anyway, I don't know why I got on that story because I kept I just that's in my mind. But in other words, I was I was pretty well directioned on the type of people I wanted to hang out with at that age. That doesn't mean I didn't enjoy some interesting. I would have enjoyed Jason's company. I think even at 20, <laughs> we would have been on our way to Windsor. I guarantee you that. Yeah, yeah, that one, that one, that might have been that. That might have been good. Yeah, uh, David Jackson up next. Your boy Brendan Quinn. Seems to consider Malik Hall to be key next year, playing at both the three and four. Do you think he has the foot speed and quickness to defend as a wing? You know, I don't know that he's slower than Draymond, and Draymond's able to defend a lot of defenses. Yes, I do, to answer your question. Does he have the, the quickness to be an elite a defender on the wing? I don't know. He's, he's long enough, probably. Uh, that's a, that's a, I, think it, I think he can, uh, and, and you are what position you can defend. I think that's a really good point. I, I also, Malik Hall is a guy, and I've said this before on the show, I, I think he is going to be a really good offensive player by the time he's done at Michigan State. And because he's 6'7", he's probably going to play you know four years. Maybe he gets a fifth year if he wants it because of the extra year now. But And he didn't get a real offseason last year after he showed an array of skills as a freshman but was inconsistent. I He is probably as much as anybody other than the newcomers, the player I'm most curious about next year in terms of development. Because he's a guy that I, I, I just love. Here's what I love about Malik Hall's mindset that a lot of guys don't have. He was really struggling this year offensively. And then in one really important game, maybe it was Illinois, I can't remember who it was, all of a sudden he was like, fuck it. I'm driving every basketball to the rim. I'm not trying a shot. And he picked up a number of fouls. He got to the line. He became a really productive player. And that's what you do when you're struggling. Like His mindset is right. And I, I just think he's going to be a very good player. And I do think they'll use him at – He'll have to prove he can do it, but I do think he's capable of it. Next one from David. If the Pistons and Red Wings were equally successful over a long period of time, which would get more clicks in the Detroit newspapers or in the LSJ? You know, I, I think it's pretty equal. Um, now, there is some there is some uh, some racial stuff there and divide in terms of white-black audience and all that stuff, but I, I, I people – because. People tend to like one of the two. It splits the audience, and it all will make them always less than the Tigers when the Tigers are decent or Lions or people don't have a, a, a split audience as much. Um, I, Red Wings, Stanley Cup contenders, though, I think it, that's the winner. Pistons, I don't know. Pistons 04. The, the problem is neither one has really been good yet in the page view era. Like the end of the great Red Wings was like 08, 9, 10, you know, I think uh, that, that stretch. And the last great Pistons teams were 07, 08 when they were losing in the conference finals and whatever. So in the, while there were pages, they weren't tracked the way they are now. So we really don't have uh, great evidence of it. I, I would argue that they're – But the I, NBA was fun to watch back then. I would, the, I would 2004, argue, like the Pistons, that team was fun to watch. Different NBA. I would argue it's the Pistons, and here's why. I don't think – I think the audience is is, is, is big. But hockey's still a more niche sport and a more niche sport to read about. In terms, of, A lot of people enjoy watching the Red Wings games. I get into the Red Wings when they're really good. I don't read a lot of Red Wings articles. The Pistons, although I, I'm more of a basketball guy and I watch them now, I will read a lot more when they're really good. So I, I, maybe it's that. I would, I would argue Pistons, but it's probably pretty equal. 
That's a good point. Uh, next one from David. Why are the Pistons even trying? Shouldn't they be uh, doing more to lose every game? With their young pieces already in place, would the number one overall pick possibly have them competing seriously for championships in a few years? So this is a great point. I mean, this is this is their one shot, I think, at the number one pick. Now, the the whole system is different with the ping pong balls. It's not like it used to be. So you, if if you're out of the playoffs, you still have, you have a better shot now if you're a team that just misses the playoffs of getting that top pick than you used to. So it's possible they get a really good pick a year from now. But Jason, I, I'm like to me, you've got three young players. You had such a great draft last year, and the only problem with that is none of them are super. Well, two problems. I think all of them are going to be good starters in the NBA. None of them are going to be superstars. So you still don't have your superstar. But the problem is you're going to get competitive faster than people thought. And Jeremy Grant's a good player, and and Isaiah Stewart is is figuring it out, and and. I just think you, you, this is your chance. You, you need, and then they are, frankly. I mean, you're going to see much. They're not. They're probably going to sit Grant and Plumley the rest of the year, from what I understand. And, and you, I mean, yeah, but yesterday they're playing Dallas, and Frank Jackson has freaking 20 points, and they're up one in the fourth quarter, and they blew it. But it, it is nerve wracking. They're not without Luca. Without Luca, Minnesota at least won. Orlando won. So now they're tied for the second worst. Records so that those are positive developments. Minnesota's surge is helping here. Uh, Orlando is is the team that I'm more worried about them not f- being able to fall behind. I'm still just wondering if they're going to be able to be players in a free agent market, where and, where one of the top ten players in the league would be willing to go to Detroit. Well, and this is why I think they really need to get a a, a, a Cade Cunningham or a, a Mosley or, or Mobley, sorry, or or uh, Suggs, because or they need somebody to develop into a superstar. I think Detroit is a place where you can get the second superstar. Where somebody looks and goes, wow, that's a competitive young team. They already got a dude. I'll come there and be that, you know, be the other guy. Nobody wants to come there and be the first superstar. Right. And so if you, you got to try and get one through the draft to, to to lure another. Maybe me be up next. How many cornerbacks should Mel Tucker have on the roster? 74. <laughs> He's got a few coming. Um, have enough. Yeah, you know, I, I've covered teams that only had like one scholarship corner before the freshman came in. I think you want at least... I would say six or seven. I mean, you're going to travel five. Wow, well, they play. Yeah. Um, gosh, you want more than that? Even uh, you, you probably want eight or nine corners on the roster minimum, scholarship corners. All right, Kevin from Rochester Hills with this question: What is the process when a player enters the tr- uh, transfer portal? If they decide to stay, will they still have a spot? Once they're in the portal, they can be contacted. Right. That's the whole idea. Is you can't. You're not supposed to tamper, but that's the idea that coaches can see the portal and that player has said, I'm available to be reached out to. Um, if they decide to stay where they have a spot, that's up to the coach. To me, once you get in the portal, you don't, that, uh, that coach t- to me has no obligation to save you a spot. I don't, I don't think, I mean, that you're said you want to leave and, and sometimes there is one and they come back and it works out, but that doesn't, doesn't mean they will. And a lot of guys are getting left out in the cold because of this. There's, there's no question about it. Next one from Kevin. After 60 years of the Lions shit show, have they figured it out? Way too early to know. <laughs> yeah. Way too early to know. I hope so. After dra- drafting Sewell. Yeah, it, it would be amazing. It if was the right was the pick. Yeah. It was the, a, a nice, satisfying pick to see Brad Holmes do do that. I think, so. we, I think we'll know what the Lions, with this regime, after two drafts and, and, and two seasons. Because What about Dan Campbell? 
I think we'll find out halfway through the season. I don't know if we'll know this year because this uh, year is a weird team, right? Or will we know? I think we might know. Well, I, there might be some coaching blunders that we're like, oh, shit. But here's, That's what I'm worried about. One thing I like about Brad Holmes not really being part of the head coaching hire, this is the one thing. I hadn't thought about this until later because originally I didn't like it. I thought that he should be able to hire his guy. The one thing I like about that, though, is Dan Campbell's not his guy. So if this doesn't go well, if it goes well, great. It's a great, it's a good pairing. It works out. We're all happy. But if it doesn't go well and he has to fire him, nobody. It's not. It's not on Holmes. It's like I'm. I'm getting you the freaking roster, man. You know, and I can now go get my guy. You know what I mean? Like that to me, I kind of like about the about the setup. Next one from uh, oh Mojo Jojo. If Graham throws a Taco Bell wrapper in a sudden hailstorm, does it make a sound? Always, man. <laughs> By the way, I did not litter yesterday because we did play the game. And I, I didn't even want to play. <laughs> like, you have to announce that. Well, I, I By the way, I didn't litter yesterday. I did not want to play the softball game all day because I was working on other things. It's one of those things where you think it's raining enough you're not going to play. So you're not in the mental, you know, the framework to do it. In the last hour and a half, I had to fly around and get bats tested and stickered and pick up scorebooks and get the team right. It was, it was I don't know, it was not. And then I had a great time, but it, it was... It was actually one of those where I was angry at the meteorologist. I was cursing Andy Provenzano here in Lansing. Yes, like, how do, how do you get this wrong? And um, thanks for the weather, Andy. <laughs> that's what I do. I blame. I'm a meteorologist run laps, man. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't Just wait till he walks out of Channel Ten and throw a Taco Bell wrapper at him. <laughs> thanks for that. Uh, next for Mo, next one from Mojo Jojo. Why so much free paint on the Sewell pick? Boring, sure. But a foundational offensive tackle is valuable for a team rebuilding and one that has as many injury issues as the Lions over the years. We'll get into this. We're going to take a quick break. We'll get into why the free paint on the Sewell pick and uh, and this Close. more good stuff from Mojo, Jojo, Graham Carpenter, and, and many of you uh, uh, coming out next. Jim Harden, Todd Truesdale, Bo McJunkins, and so on and so forth. Couch in the Roo presented by SkyMint Premium Cannabis. Wherever you are on your cannabis journey, let Sky Mint Premium Cannabis be your guide, your friend, and your place. Whether you're curious about cannabis or a seasoned connoisseur, Sky Mint's knowledgeable staff will help you with a vast selection of products to choose from to fit your needs. Sky Mint believes access to the best cannabis helps people do good and feel good, so they grow it right here in Michigan, giving you high-quality, locally grown cannabis at highly accessible prices. Visit SkyMint.com for special offers and location information throughout Michigan, and use the promo code code couch and Rube 20 for 20 percent off your first visit sky mint cannabis you'll love this place come enjoy irresistible award-winning handcrafted donuts and locally roasted coffee at groovy donuts surprise your family or co-workers with special holiday designs and flavors or put the perfect finishing touch on an event with a custom order birthdays weddings gender reveals our friends at groovy donuts are your answer experience the groovy donuts difference for yourself on lake lansing road in east lansing or in williamston get more information or place an order at groovydonuts.com where else can you cheer on your team enjoy a mouth-watering burger or savory sushi sip on handcrafted cocktails or one of 46 beers on tap Take your game day or date night to Cask and Company Kitchen Bar or Front 43 Neighborhood Pub near Frandor. Two amazing places with one awesome blended modern American-Asian menu. Catch the game on one of 30, 60-inch TVs or stop in for the all-you-can-eat lunch buffet. Enjoy happy hour or elevate your night out at Cask and Company or Front 43 on East Saginaw in Lansing. 
If you're looking for a relaxed vibe, great food, and an outstanding beer selection, Midtown Brewing Company in downtown Lansing is your place. Enjoy their famed chicken and waffle fries, fish and chips, or any of their delicious burgers or salads. Midtown Brewing Company also offers 40-plus beers on tap, including ciders and seasonal offerings and daily happy hour specials. The spacious and cozy vibe makes Midtown Brewing Company a perfect place for a beer with a friend, a work lunch, or to watch the games on its big screen TVs. If you'd rather eat at home, Midtown Brewing Company offers a terrific carryout menu and free delivery on orders of $20 or more. Visit MidtownBrewingCompany.net or stop by 402 South Washington in downtown Lansing for the Midtown Brewing Company experience. Find Couch in the Rude podcasts on Spreaker, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, Google Podcasts, CastBox, and the Rube's favorite podcast addict. All right, Couch of the Rube presented by Skymint Premium Cannabis with locations throughout Michigan, including three in the greater Lansing area, and it is Customer Appreciation Day. So if you're listening on Friday, get out to a Skyment location near you and uh, uh, 50% off uh, THC and CBD products. The first one you get, first item you get. So great special today. Jason and I will both be out uh, at Skyment uh, after the show. Also, uh, Groovy Donuts, Nutella Truffles available uh, today through Sunday. Uh, sorry, uh, sorry, through Sunday, uh, May 9th. Today through Sunday, May 9th. And um, light, fluffy, yeast-filled donut with Nutella custard and rolled in a cocoa powder. Uh, it is in a confectional sugar. I mean, it, it is, you look, the picture is it, it's drool-worthy. It's, it's fantastic. Uh, I'm excited about this. Nutella truffles available today, April 30th through Sunday, um, uh, May 9th. Uh, go to GroovyDonuts.com and place your order today. All right, let's get back into these Groovy Donuts sort of questions. Well, we left off with Mojo Jojo. Oh, yes. Asked why so much free paint on the Sewell pick. So it, it really is, it, it does come down to some people just want to be contrarians, I think. Uh, I, I, I question how much one writer believes it. I think another one does. And, and it's fine to have a contrarian opinion. Uh, uh, I just disagree in this case. And I, and I understand that you, you do have to build with playmakers and playmakers win. Uh, but to me, you also build on the line. And I don't care what the data is. The Lions haven't been able to run the ball in freaking forever. They've got to be able to protect their quarterback. They've got a guy that some people think could be a Hall of Fame, uh, you know, offensive lineman. They now have a good young offensive line they've invested in, which they've needed to do. And you know, it, it's it's some it, look. Dave Burkett is is all about this. I mean, it, it, he, he here's his latest story because Burkett always has to counter what everybody else there says. Clean up the mess. Why the Detroit Lions in in Oregon? Uh, or why Detroit Lions in Oregon offensive tackle Panay Sewell are a perfect fit? be the beast and why you know why this offensive line could be elite I mean he gets into it and it, it's it's worth reading and again I I, I tell you Dave Burkett stuff is, is always worth it all right next up from Graham Carpenter does MSU take another cornerback in the 2021 recruiting class or take a transfer cornerback if they lose Stephon Johnson so Stephon Johnson appears to be in some some trouble in in, in Florida uh I wouldn't say I mean look there are a lot of corners in the portal so I wouldn't be surprised They've got a couple coming in that they like, um, and uh, they, they've got a you know I I think they probably will add one more, um, but I don't I don't know that for sure. Uh, let, we got Miss Mo, uh, Mojo. One I was going back to it. Back in Michigan for the first time in years. What the hell is Bally Sports <laughs> Network missing? April in the D and the associated theme music. Yeah, it's just 
I mean, all the way from the D has been pretty depressing with the Tiger stuff. But yeah, no, it's the new look. Bally's it's it's owned by Sinclair, which bought out the Fox Sports from Fox, and then basically sold the sponsorship to Bally's the casino. And there's a lot more gambling stuff with it, and um, it's the same people, but April in a D. Yeah, he misses this. I don't miss it. <laughs> You should see the video. You can't miss this, dude. There's no way you missed that. Oh. Yeah, it, it doesn't bother me. As, I mean, Bally gets... It, it doesn't bother me. I'd rather... As long as they win at some point, it just doesn't... As long as... And it, what bothers me is you can't get it on most streaming and other things. Like, to me, the, the, the battles with Hulu and all these other places for the streaming rights is what pisses me off. But um, but but I don't... The music and the, the Fox Sports... Um, the good luck Joes. Yes. April in my sprung, star, oh, shit. Sounds like something I would have listened to in seventh grade. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Along with Tevin Campbell. Tom Hanks movie. Uh, Mo, where are we at? Graham Carpenter. How did the Lions not take Justin Fields? What the fuck? So there was a part of me, and this is the same part of me that loved when they drafted three receivers. When they got to pick seven, I was thinking, just take Fields. It'll be fun. It'll be fun to have Fields. It'll be fun tomorrow if they take Fields. That's why it gave me hope in Brad Holmes. Yep. I'm sure a lot of people were trying to direct him that way. Didn't do it. Sewell is, Sewell is the way you keep you, your job. And, and here's position. the thing. If Sewell winds up being an all-pro tackle, doesn't matter what Justin Fields becomes. It's still the right pick. Obviously, if Justin Fields becomes – If he plays for 10 years. Is right, all pro, seven of those at least, or whatever. Well, yeah, yeah, that's a lot. But yeah, yeah. If he's a, if he's a, if he's, a, if he's an upper tier tackle, who you know, yeah, I, I'm a hundred percent good with the pick. All right, next one from Graham Carpenter. Who do you guys hope the Lions take from this point on? So there are some decent receivers left, and I want to pull um, the one guy I don't think is going to be is the old Miss guy. He's still around. He's quick as shit. Uh, <laughs> Ah, shoot. Okay, okay. I don't. Uh, These guys probably thought they were gonna get rich. Yeah. Um. Hold on. Let me. Uh, let me. Pull, I got it right here. I got it right. Oh, here. I got you covered. Yeah. I really hope it didn't take more than five minutes to write. Well, something just went totally wrong here. Like my my computer, it started pulling up video. You know when you pull up a story and the video pops at you, then it went to full screen that I can't get out of. Uh, Pornhub. Like, yeah, that's the other problem. Is I had I had last night's porn up on here, and it's so Jeez. that's that's playing now, and that's not good. Um, and uh, yeah, I apologize for that. Anyway, um, Rashad ba- is Rashad Bateman still around too? Who I, who I kind of like. Um, but it's the the kid from from uh, from. Fuck. I, I just I, I wish I just knew shit. If I just knew things, it would be Garfern. helpful. Instead, I'm yeah. Instead, I absolutely suck at this. Um, but yeah, I, I want them to take a receiver, and I think that's in the second or the third. Second, I want Oof. them to get a playmaker now. I understand defense. Defense is going to suck anyway. Look, you can you can have all the pitching you want. If you can't hit the ball, we're learning with the Tigers. You're in trouble. I don't want to watch a completely painful um, offensive team for the foreseeable future well uh, with that jim harden up next lions must draft a wide receiver in the second or third round correct yes elijah moore <laughs> is the guy's name uh, elijah moore still around i don't know if he'll be left by the time the lions get to pick again but elijah moore god that was painful I, I, 
I mean, some people are just better at this. Still thing. the COVID thing, man. It's yeah, lingering, it's COVID, you know. COVID, COVID thing. Yeah. Uh, yes, they, they do. I think they absolutely have to take a receiver second or third round. Uh, next one from Jim. Have either of you been to the Kentucky Derby? I lived in Louisville where I met my bride of 32 years and attended my fair share. A must for anyone's as bucket list. What is the one sporting event you want to attend the most and why? Never been to the Kentucky Derby. Would like to do it. I uh, would like to do it once and at least experience it. I don't know if you care about the Kentucky Derby. Uh, I would do it. Yeah. If we were around, I don't know. I don't know if I'd make a point to drive to Louisville just for that. Just to do it. What, what's one event? And we get asked this sometimes. What's the one event you would want? I really, I think we talked about it. I want like a Game 7 ALCS, some vibe mm. like that where the Tigers yes. are in it for either the pennant or the World Series. Like I said, in the early 2010s, like I just took everything for granted. So hopefully I can see another winner before I cash out here. Yeah, you've changed my mind on this. Because for me, it used to be like going to a night match, U.S. Open, quarterfinal. It was exciting. And still would love to do that. And that's a bucket list thing. But to me, I, and I've been to some Tigers playoff games, just a couple of them. Because my wife, I think I mentioned this, her um, late father had a connection with the commissioner's office. So we could get, I mean, incredible, incredible seats. Um, and I would, but that, like an early October crisp night when the baseball matters like an excited crowd man that is there is an energy in that place that is just fun and uh, I, I just remember the Maglio home yeah. run and just how excited I was in a basement you know um, so I just would love to be at something like that the girl I was dating at the time was a huge Tigers fan huge Brandon Inge fan if I remember like when I was covering the Tigers He's so hot yeah when I was covering the Tigers she was always like take a picture of him in the locker room oh my god like, Brandon Inge he's so much cuter than you yeah I'm not I'm not, I'm not gonna do that Kick Brandon in his ass. Right? <laughs> yeah. um, he kind of sucks, in my opinion. He's, kinda, he's the one guy in the locker room who sucks. Um, anyway, uh, there's a story we're telling presented by Midtown Brewing Company, 402 South Washington. Check out their brunch menus this she weekend. Get a picture of Brandon Inge on your forehead. <laughs> um, Don't move. Uh, yeah, enjoy that brunch menu uh, and, and uh, all they have to offer. I'm telling you, you will love this place. Um, but I, I, she went out and. Uh, was on the she didn't get in the game but she was on the fence like you know like and somebody because she was a if you go with a a girl two girls have an easier time getting to the front of a group so the group behind the fence she was like standing up on the fence and could see the game and um you know Maglio hit the homer and she was going crazy and it sounded like an amazing time well not all girls not all girls it takes a certain one you know. I, I learned this once with her same same girl and I probably shouldn't tell these stories I mean but again my, if my wife ever listens to the shows over anyway um. She went with me to Green Bay. I was covering Greg Jennings in the doing something with Greg Jennings in the Packers uh, NFC Championship game against the Giants that they lost, and Brett Favre threw the interception. Cold as hell day, and we we're just going to find a parking spot at a sports bar. And she was going to, if, as long as she was there, we could park there. And you went. All these sports bars are packed, and we go in. We're trying to find a seat for her, and I quickly realize, without me, every table is open to her. With me. The ugly dude. <laughs> Nobody wants her to sit down. So you I'm still like, might get man get invited though. I just said I'm gonna yeah, let you. Don't care. I'm gonna let you be. And sure enough, she had a great seat immediately. Like, yeah, join us. I'm like, all right, that that makes sense. You mind if I save this seat? Who's yeah. it for? My boyfriend? No. Yeah. By the way, if you want to watch another great place to watch a game is uh, Midtown Brewing Company. I, I don't think people think of it all the time as a great sports bar because it's so many things and it's got such a great uh, beer selection and it, 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 it the. Telling you the American Stout is incredible. It's got the brunch menu. It's got 
a diverse, fantastic menu. But it's also a great place, big screen TVs to watch. Uh, you want to watch? You want to get your Tigers bet in and watch the Tigers lose, and then pay for your meal with the Tigers bet. Midtown Brewing Company. Go to Midtown Brewing Company on Facebook for more information for their menu. Uh, Four hundred two South Washington, downtown Lansing. Todd Trusadel up next. YouTube recommended the twenty fifteen Oregon game to watch. Rewatch that. I took for granted all the talent on both sides of the ball. I know the upcoming roster is still to be worked out, but who would start on the twenty fifteen team from the upcoming roster? It's a really good question because those were loaded teams, and 14 was great with that Oregon. I mean, that team that went out there and lost to Marcus Mariota had that great second half in 2014 for Michigan State was was outstanding as well. Um, and, and I thought was going to was going to win that game the way they were up in the, the second quarter and playing. Yeah, I mean, there maybe a few guys. I, the the receiver position in back then was was really good, but I'm telling you right now, I think Jaden Reed and Jalen Naylor would be part of things. And to what degree, and one of them would be starting um, probably over um, what's his nuts. Um, third guy, R.J. Shelton, who was a good player, but uh, probably over it. So they would be starting the, the running back situation. Uh, those guys would be in the mix, although L.J. And we're talking 2015, L.J. Scott would, would be, a, the way he was running would be part of it too. Um, you know, maybe you got a lineman somewhere. Uh, you know, the quarterback position, obviously not. So, um, yeah, I, not many. And on defense, maybe some of these young guys pan out. Maybe Xavier Henderson, maybe, uh, you know, Michael Dowell. A couple guys here and there would be in the mix, but not a lot for sure. All right, Bo McJunkins up next. What was the biggest reason MSU football recruiting fell off the last few years? Was it Curtis Blackwell, the cloud of Paula Levine, or simply complacency from the staff that got stale? We will answer this and the rest of Bo McJunkins, who's got some really good stuff uh, after the break here. And uh, also Spartan 877-18770, Andrew Gautier, uh, Eric Uzank, uh, Ken Chu, Dark Mantonio, and so on and so forth. We'll do those after the break here. Um, uh, Couch in the Rue, presented by SkyMint Premium Cannabis. And remember, SkyMint, Customer Appreciation Day, 50% off uh, THC and CBD products, your first purchase today it's worth doing and uh you might even run into me and jason depending on which one you're at it's, it's time for me to load up on the uh, on the gummies it's just time plus my wife's already said she don't want to see me this weekend so why not don't just be her. stoned watching sports in the draft downstairs that is the absolute plan go to skymint.com for location information of course um and uh and and specials and uh, you can sign up for email so you'll know when it's customer appreciation day and you'll know when it's Coming. We'll be right back. More of your Groovy Donut Twitter questions. Couch in the Roof. This is Mary Stucco with Education Unfiltered. Education is so important, and it doesn't mean you have to have a bachelor's degree or a master's degree or a PhD. It's really about what is best for you and what you need to take, whether it's a certificate or studying something in the trades or you need an associate's degree to further develop yourself. There's a great opening for people at all ages and at all stages of life who are looking to go back into education and redevelop themselves. Check out my latest podcast with Northwood University discussing preparing students entering the insurance and risk management industry. 
Like and subscribe to Spotlight Podcast on our YouTube and Facebook pages and watch all my episodes. Or you can listen in on your favorite podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play by simply searching Education Unfiltered. This is Mary Stucco. See you soon with more conversation on Education Unfiltered. When it's your moment, that once-in-a-lifetime moment, you don't just want jewelry. You can get that anywhere. You want a memory that will go down in history, your history, your moment. We're Metawar, crafted with exquisite style, quality, and love. So your present will be stunning every time you look at it, every time someone notices it, and they will notice. We've devoted our lives to this art, and we're proud to share it with you. The gift you want to give is here. Metawar Jewelers in Lansing, Okemos, Jackson, Portage, and Brighton. Live across the Great Lakes State, you're connected to Michigan's most engaging and influential radio and television program, Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields. Great to be with you, Michael Patrick. You're the show I would want to be on. Forget those other ones. Michael Patrick, it's always a pleasure to be on the air with the Key and B Airways. Thanks for having me on again. <laughs> That's a very good question. Those are all great questions. Good morning. Thank you. Michigan's Michael Patrick Shields. NBC News Radio. I'm Tom Roberts. 100 million American adults are now fully vaccinated. That's nearly 40% of all U.S. adults. But Dr. Anthony Fauci says some people are not getting second vaccinations. Bottom line of my message A, get vaccinated. And if you're having a two dose regimen, make sure you get that second dose. At least two Americans are among the dead following a tragic stampede in Israel. Reports say two New Yorkers lost their lives alongside worshipers crushed to death during the mass religious gathering. Funeral services are being held today for a 16-year-old girl killed by police in Ohio. Micaiah Bryant was shot April 20th by a Columbus police officer responding to a domestic disturbance. The Los Angeles Police Department Union is calling for the NBA to investigate Lakers star LeBron James. James posted the photo of a Columbus police officer before it was confirmed he shot and killed Micaiah Bryant. Tom Roberts, NBC News Radio. Spring is here, and I'm inside and outside and all over Dusty Cellar, stopping in for my 6 for 60 wine club. And, Matt, there's another thing I like about spring, and that is you've made it more affordable. That's right, Michael. Twice a year we run the 6 for 60 for $55 as a thank you to all of our existing club members and as a welcome to anyone who wants to join. 6 for 55 I'm in the club. And for those people who do want to join, there's no cost, right? Absolutely no cost to join and discounts on all your wine and beer. Oh, across the board. So even in addition to the 6 for 55 you get a discount on wine and beer, all varieties of wines, it looks like, and some new additions. That's right. For the springtime, we're doing Pinot Grigio and a Rosé Club. Red, white, you can mix it up there, and you walk right next door like I'm going to do right now and go to the tap room and sit inside or outside and have a bite and a sip. Sounds good, Michael Patrick. See you there. We will lift a glass and say cheers to Matt and 6 for 55 at Dusty's on Grand River in Okemos, online as well at DustyCellar.com. No real surprise at number one of the NFL draft last night in Cleveland. The Jacksonville Jaguars making Clemson quarterback Trevor Lawrence their selection. Lawrence says he's ready to work with new coach Urban Meyer. Got a great feel from just talking to him on the phone. And obviously, I'm excited to get down there and, and be in person with you know the guys and the coaches and all that. Um, but I, I think the, the biggest thing is that he's a winner. You've seen he's done that his whole career. So I'm really excited to be a part of that. BYU quarterback Zach Wilson went second to the Jets, and the Niners at number three also went with a quarterback Trey Lance from North Dakota State.
After a report Thursday that Aaron Rodgers had become so disgruntled with the Packers that he did not want to return to the team, Green Bay GM Brian Gutekunst said late last night the team has no intention of trading him and he is their quarterback. The Penguins beat the Capitals 5-4 with the Rangers losing in regulation. Pittsburgh clinches a trip to the Stanley Cup playoffs for the 15th straight year. Despite the loss, the Caps also clinched a playoff spot. That's sports. Frank Arity, NBC News Radio. What do you get when you cross a know-it-all newspaper columnist with an awkward, unsophisticated everyman? Yeah, uh, well, I'm just not sure about that right now. Welcome, Welcome to, to Couch and the Rube. Alright, hour two of Couch and the Rube, or I don't know if we're going full hour, but we're going all through these Twitter questions. And um, Couch and the Rube presented by our friends at SkyMint Premium Cannabis, inspiring people to do better, be better, and feel better every day. Uh, been a big part of my life for the last few months, and Jason's since he was born, and uh, <laughs> the Michael Jordan of, of, of weed over here. And uh, wherever you are on your cannabis journey, let SkyMint uh, be your guide I'm telling you, they're friendly, helpful, no stupid questions. They'll help you get pain management. They've got an answer for you. You know, if you're just getting into this, they'll 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 help you along. All right, you ready to dig back into these groovy donut Twitter questions? Yep. Let's uh, go back to Bo McJunkins. Oh, yeah. uh, what was the biggest reason MSU football recruiting fell off the last few years? Was it Curtis Blackwell, Paul Levine, or simp- simply complacency from the staff that got stale? I'll start with this. Paula Levine was not to blame for what happened with Donnie Corley or Vance or Josh King or or, or uh, Austin Robertson. That's not her. Um, that 2016 class has nothing to do with 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 her. Um, and there was I don't want to say complacency, but there wasn't a hung the hunger of a young staff on the rise. You lose that, and that could happen to Mel Tucker's group. And Mel Tucker has the type of run Mark D'Antonio had, which MSU fans would happily sign up for. Mark D'Antonio's first. Nine years, right? And nobody would ever, nine years through 2015, it's about as perfect as you can want. And if, if it is hard then to maintain it. They took a stab at uh, trying to recruit at another level, and it, it, if some guys hadn't made bad, dumb decisions and they hadn't taken one really dumb kid, who knows if it would have worked out. If they had different leaders, I really think the 2012 class, 13, the failures there and their lack of leadership in 2016 was as big a part as anything. You cannot miss. But th- there were some kids they didn't offer, they weren't in on early. And some kids that people were baffled, you know, people were baffled by why they didn't want certain guys. Malik Carr is a guy who wanted to go to Michigan State originally. He's transferring in now, but they didn't offer him until some of the big boys had. He felt kind of disrespected by that. It'd been They weren't early on him. And so I, I think, you know, they had lost a little something. Uh, no question. And and then there were the, the off-the-field stuff, uh, which I think impacted recruiting. Curtis Blackwell, the, the relationship with the Detroit coaches. Uh, to what extent? I mean, there was certainly a cloud created in part by ESPN's conflation of things. But the Larry Nassar trial didn't help. That was Michigan State constantly in the news with MSU. MSU just had a bad rep. But, uh, I mean, Paul, I would say you, you ought to be able to over. If you can't overcome Paula Levine as a football coach, <laughs> uh, you're, you're not good enough. And, but for a lot of years, Mark D'Antonio was, and he ran out of steam, and that's going to happen. They got a new coach who's got steam and a hunger, and, and, and if you're a Michigan State man, you hope that 
get you what Mark D'Antonio gave you for nine years, even if the approach is different now. Next one from Bo McJunkins. Which team was more dysfunctional, the 2010-2011 basketball team or 2016 football? Have a great weekend, fellas. You too, Bo. So, uh, actually, he's got one more. I must put these in other order. So, I don't know. Oh. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll I'll still, tag it in that one, too. We'll, we'll still have a great weekend, Bo. Um, I didn't cover 2010-11, so I only know the stories. Team that was ranked number two that you know barely made the tournament and then lost in the first round and had all sorts of issues. I think got sick of each other. And there was... Um, and then 2016 football, I think six, 2016 football wins this. I mean, 3-9 and nine is 3-9. and nine. The other team at least made the tournament. And um, the other thing about 2016 football is there was the, and I've never been able to do this story because I haven't gotten the people on record that at one point said they wanted to talk on record. The, the, the election that year was incredibly divisive in a locker room that didn't have the right kind of leadership and made that an, an, a, just an awful year. And um, because some kids, I mean, it, it was the first time that sort of racial component had been brought into an election in these kids' lifetimes, and it was not something that was handled well. And I think when you saw some of those players from that era on social media this fall, you could see why, and you see what went wrong. And so I would go 2016. All right, this one from Bo McJunkins. If you could make a last dance type of documentary on any sports subject, what would it be? And have a great weekend, fellas. <laughs> Where would you be on this, Jason? You know, a and is doing this great uh, series on uh, wrestlers, and like WWE legends that okay. I love. So they're kind of already doing what I wanted, like an in-depth. I've seen other kind of documentaries about Stone Cold and stuff like this, but these are really in-depth and good. Uh, that A and E is doing, so they're already doing that for me. I don't know of another one that. So to me, you have. yeah, to me it's like because wrestling just, stories are just so cool. You know, back when you were a kid and you thought it was real, and I was never huge in wrestling. Go figure. Um, I mean, but these I, guys are stupid. No, I didn't say that. I actually felt left out. I am above this wrestling. Thing. No, I hated showing up in elementary school and somebody be like, "Man, you see Junkyard Dog last night?" I'd be like, "Shit, no." My parents don't let me watch that. You know, like I always felt left out. So I didn't think it was stupid. to Beethoven. I was jealous. I was watching that mess. You, <laughs> you dunce. I was watching Amadeus last night, you know, and it was the Mozart story. Um, and the, uh, but so it's always people, right? It's always things of your youth that it, it were interesting. So like we got the bad boys 30 for 30. That was great. The Dennis Rodman ones. Those were fantastic. So those are all. And so the, the, the people of my youth that I haven't seen, if there was some like Elway career journey, I would watch it. If there was. Um, I would love, and I loved his autobiography, um, uh, Andre Agassi was like my, uh, I used to watch Walk Pigeon Toad uh, between when, when somebody double faulted to the other side of the baseline because Agassi did. And I used to try and play basketball Pigeon Toad because Jalen Rose did. And the funny thing is, I thought I was Pigeon Toad, but I was just making my feet straight. But anyway, because my feet are usually out wide. Anyway, so bizarre, dude. I know, I'm weird. But, uh, but anyway, Andre Agassi's autobiography, Open, is fantastic. I would love to see, I would see a documentary on Agassi or the tennis players of that era. Uh, would, would, Ten would, Parter, though? I could. Uh, I know you could do it. Yeah. I don't know if anybody could make it. Ten, uh, yes. What about Michael Jordan's gambling exploits? If he was, well, sure. if he was like 100% honest, yeah. I'd watch I would, that all day. I would, I would definitely. Stories about Michael Jordan's gambling past. The off the court of the 80s NBA. Oh, yeah. I would do that too, like behind the scenes. That would be incredible. Yeah. Uh, Spartan eighteen seven seven zero up next. Why are we uh, all pretending that Russo has a chance to be the starting quarterback next season when we all damn well know that Peyton is the guy? Well, because we, we we've seen very little, frankly. I mean, 
to be fair to Anthony Russo, and yes, Peyton Thorne looks like the guy, and I think Russo would have to beat him out. Like right now, the pecking order seems to be Peyton Thorne, but I mean, Russo has been part of the program a, a little while. He's going to have all summer to learn that offense. He shows up in fall camp and plays well um, and, and doesn't, you know, the other thing is Peyton Thorne like threw an interception that was a really dumb interception at the end of uh, the late in the, the, the practice. You know, if that becomes something that is part of Peyton Thorne's DNA, DNA and it pisses off the coaching staff. Now, Russo has been a guy who's been prone to interceptions in his career, and I don't think that's going to change. But if for some reason, you know, that becomes something that annoys the coaches, there, there, there's a chance. But I, I think you're right. I think Peyton Thorne is going to be the guy to start the year. If he struggles, um, then we may see somebody else. Next one from Spartan, kind of going back on a topic we talked about, but whatever. Um, how much of Curtis Blackwell's falling out with MSU led to D'Antonio's final years of futility in recruiting the Detroit high schools? A, a bit. But MSU had finally gotten in with the Detroit schools really, really well, and they had done well before Blackwell. I mean, there are a lot of guys who were, were good recruits and big players that they got now, but he, he, had, he was helping them even more, and, and I, I think they had a foothold at a time Michigan was struggling there. And so, yeah, I, th- I think that was absolutely part of it. Next one from Spartan. Should I call in sick to work today and have a three day weekend? Fuck, I hate my supervisors. Always, man. Well, what time's your shift? I mean, it's probably late. But if it's a late night, yes. Watch the draft. Watch the Tigers. Bet yeah. on the Tigers. Get out. I mean, it's. Call in sick, sick next week, too. Yes. Supervisors. Uh, Andrew Gautier up next. This is the first time in a while the Lions made a sensible pick. A great offensive tackle prospect at an appropriate valuation. What. Well, why does this make me nervous? I'm not used to being disappointed after our first round picks. Uh, I think he's am used to be. Maybe um, I am not used to not being disappointed after our first round picks. Yeah, there we go. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so what about Ragnow? Disappointed there. Jeez, oh, I mean, was a De- shocker. Even Decker, who wound up being okay. Like I remember being like, God, that guy really. Um, it's like Ragnow. What was that? Yeah. I don't know. Are you nervous about this one? I'm not. No, I mean, I'm I'm not nervous, and I would have been nervous if Holmes would have went Devontae Smith or Justin Fields. Yeah. No, I think because those are more. To me, if you take one of those guys and they don't work out, then people are really second guessing you. Are right off the bat. This is one of those that, you know, it's even if even if he doesn't pan out to the level you're hoping he does. If he's a good tackle, it's still the right pick. It's still a good pick. Yeah. A good a good tackle in the NFL is worth a lot. It really is. It it just it's it's worth in having. a league where guys you know their their lifespan in the league is three and a half years. Yeah. Right. And you got a guy that's going to play for ten. Uh, next one from Andrew. Do you think not picking up Justin Fields and watching him slide to the Bears will end up being a big regret or a big relief for Lions and the uh, Lions fans in the years years to come? So even if he's good, even if he's really good, that's not going to be a big regret. The only way Justin Fields becomes a regret to me is if the Lions fail to get a quarterback in the next two or three years, and Goff isn't the guy, you know, and, and when they need to get one, or that Fields. There's a tier of quarterback that you would have regret, right? The tier is the Aaron Rodgers level, Mahomes level. If like he becomes a like if he becomes a guy that for the Bears is Mahomes, and I don't think he will be that. But if if he becomes a guy that like holy crap, that's the best quarterback in the league for 15 years. Damn it, he's with the Bears. He got drafted after the Lions, who technically still needed to draft their quarterback. Then there will be regret, but it's going to have to be that level. It can't just be all you know a Pro Bowl level good quarterback. It's got to be that top tier dude. I think. As long as they have Matt Nagy, I'm not scared. Uh, next one from Andrew. What's your favorite cinnamon roll topping? Graham, your top five. 
I didn't know there were multiple ones. It's just icing, right? That's Cinnamon icing. I mean, I I did have one that I didn't like that was green on St. Patrick's Day in in 2007, but um, that wasn't frosting. Well, it was frosting, green frosting, and I'd just woken up, and uh, it was yeah, it was was bad. You just woke up and just rolled over and started hammering a cinnamon roll. Somebody delivered. Somebody delivered it to me in bed. Yeah, it it, it made me feel sick. The milk. No, no, okay. no, no. But it, it, it was a similar person that I've already told two stories about, so I'm trying, nice. not, to, trying not to like make it like ex-girlfriend day, you know? Why not? It's not We're going to have to do that in July. We'll do ex-girlfriend day? Yeah. That would be incredible. We could just do Twitter questions on ex-girlfriend stories, ex, ex-boyfriend, ex-everything stories. Because I, I, I would be... If you could find mine, that'd be even better. Bring them in studio. Oh, Make man. sure they're vaccinated, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because here's the thing. It's not like, I mean, the things they would say about us. Oh, shit. I, I am not. Are you friends with any of your ex-girlfriends? Uh, a couple. Okay. Uh, I mean. I am deleted off any kind of platform. Really? From, well, pretty much all of them but one. Wow. So, yeah, it would be, there would be some interesting comments coming from uh, my side, I guess. Uh, Eric Uznik. Hillary Swank, hot or not hot, asking for some office workers that need to settle a debate. This was uh, an episode of The Office, I believe, right? Was Hillary Swank the one they were? Um, uh, I, I, I'm not overly attracted to Hillary Swank, but I do not find her ugly either. So I would say not hot, but not unattractive. Why can't you say it? She's just not hot. It's okay. She's yeah. a very attractive, beautiful person. Yeah, we're talking about Carmen Electra, 1998 right. hot. She's not in that category. And I say this is as Jason always says, I'm like a Lansing four. <laughs> so like, you know, like I'm not But I'm no not, one's asking about us. Right. Like, I'm I not, would say the same thing. But if you're asking it as a question, is Hillary Sway if you're trying to settle a bet, it's not offensive. I'm not I'm She's not, just not in the hot category. I'm not judging. <laughs> like I, I wonder the other downtown Lansing three and a half. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder when I'm sitting in this one recliner chair and my wife and I are both watching a show together but not on this next to each other. So she's got a, a Full, good, like ten foot look at my profile shot. I'm like, she must like question her life entirely. I got to fix this profile pretty quick. Maybe a chin tuck. Yeah, she's scrolling through her gallery photos of old days. <laughs> Remember this one? Uh, Ken Shu up next. Hasn't Jason ever heard of Doctor Squatch soap for men? Do you know Doctor Squatch? I, I do not. I can look into it. No, Why? You're, you're big into the soaps. Is my Bath and Beyond my Bath and Body <laughs> Works? Is that not? It's a men's soap. I don't know. Uh, next one from Ken. What is MSU ceiling if it has the best offensive line it's had in years, a talented group of running backs, and a competent defense? Well, I mean, the, the, the key is the best offensive line. Like, if you say it's the best offensive line in years, then it's a whole different deal. Because I think offensively they're going to be in, in a talented group. Um, if it's a competent defense with a talented group of running backs, like, if all these things are true, that's a, a really good team. And, you know, that's a – even in a tough schedule, a team that win nine, ten games. I just don't know that all that is going to be there. The competent defense. I'm, look, they have enough transfers. I could be totally wrong on this because I, I don't have a sense of what it's going to look like. And one of these years, one of these years in my lifetime, in our lifetimes, I would think the offensive line will be good again. And it could happen when I least expect it. So if if, if those things come together, it's, it's a very different season. I just I, I, I don't have a great feeling about the defense, and I definitely have to see it to believe it with the offensive line. Dark Mantonio up next. Which historic blue blood with a rabid fan base is wishing for the glory days more? Indiana basketball or Nebraska football? 
That's a good I, question. Pretty equal, I would say. They both. I go Nebraska football. Though. You think so? I mean, that's pretty much all they have, right? And that's what Indiana has. I mean, Indiana doesn't care about basketball, football. All those Indiana yeah. fans would trade everything they have in football for another basketball win. It's like the opposite of Michigan. I think it's pretty close. I mean, Indiana ba- basketball is desperate, and it's been two decades. And um, but Nebraska football, I think, is the is in worse shape in certain ways. Now, maybe name, image, and likeness changes this because even in whatever market you're in, there will be rabid people in Nebraska. You're a star in Nebraska, you will make coin, right? Um, but and same with Indiana basketball. But Indiana basketball, you just need a few guys. They've already seemed to have gotten most of the roster back. You recruit, you win one or two recruiting battles. You're, you know, things change quickly. Nebraska football excelled at a time when you could, you know, pile up your roster and win differently and, and have 120 scholarships largely. It actually coincides with Michigan's dominance, or I don't know dominance, but Michigan's run under Schembechler uh, pretty well and into the Lloyd Carr era. Um, but they've got some other dynamics there that make it tougher. Uh, yeah, I, I think, I'll put it this way, I think Nebraska fans are more worried it'll never come back. That would be my argument on this no, Dark Mantonio up next. Do either of you guys personally know any of the members of the Verve Pipe? Do you? No, I've met them. I met them backstage once. Really? Where? Backstage. It was at the Dollar. Really? Yeah, they the were Silver uh, Dollar. Yeah, Seven Mary Three and um, the Verve Pipe. Nice. And the guy I worked with at the TV station knew the guy. I think he opened for them. Okay. Both. Yeah. So I met them. That's a story worth telling. Not by really. the way. That's. Well, it's a story worth telling for these purposes. Brought to you by our friends at Midtown Brewing Company, 402 South Washington. Uh, if you go, let us know what you think. Uh, everybody we, that, that's gone um, uh, and, and has let us know has had a great review. Of course, you, if you didn't like it, you probably wouldn't tell us. But uh, I, I think you'll love the food and the vibe. Uh, and if you'd rather be outdoors, they've got a great covered patio. Um, my verb pipe thing is I, I've never met them. I mean, I, I belted out their one song a million times. But the freshman. Um, but my buddies aunt dated the lead singer for a while really in lansing yeah huh so that that's all right let's get her on next wednesday absolutely tell some stories yeah it wasn't what i thought it would be backstage there was really no chicks or anything i was just like is this 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 is rock and roll boys (laughs) they kicked me out Uh, (laughs) you whip it out again like you did in the the strip club no no i know where to do it okay that was not yeah that was not the place i don't know if the strip club's not that big of a room i understand but i figured that would be the place to do it right out of the two uh dark mantonio this question why do you guys never confabulate during your breaks Seeing you on Facebook Live seems like you go your separate ways and ignore each other. Well, Jason always has to pee. Like, I see him running into the, the bathroom. I do. I am not Mel Kuyper, who has not peed during the draft in 38 years. Which is pretty amazing. It's pretty weird. Um, I don't know why you'd want anyone to know that. Yeah, I have a better bladder than Jason, I think, because I, I don't really have to go usually during the show. And a lot of a lot of times, you just don't want to do it in case you ruin something that could happen on air, I guess. We'll do, we'll do it live, in other words. Yes, we want the moment to happen live. But we talked in this break, and... We'll talk before and after, and we're also talking for two hours. Like you know, we talk. Basically, this is just a conversation. Yeah. So enough is enough. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, you had COVID. That's true. Uh, is this next one from Dark Mantonio? Because it just has Jason here. Uh, I think it is. Okay. I hope so. uh, we'll give it to him. He asks uh, Jason, "Quality Dairy or Blue Moon?" Mm, I don't know if that is his answer, or whoever it was. Sorry. But QD or Blue Moon? Where's what's Blue Moon? Is that just the beer? I, is, yeah, I don't. I'm is a little that confused an ice cream by this. Joint? Oh, maybe it is. I'm a bad person to ask. I'm a di- type one diabetic, so I don't really do either. Although when I w- was a kid, QD was the place to go. Obviously, 
Yeah, well, Blue Moon Ice Cream Shop. It is an ice cream shop. There's one in Ovid. Oh, no shit. Is that why they're saying it? Oh, yeah, yeah I've been to Blue Moon. Fucking A. <laughs> uh, good, good, yeah, good. Yeah, 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 Blue Moon's pretty good. Yeah. I haven't been to QD in a while, so Blue Moon wins. God damn. I forgot that was <laughs> That there. was actually a really personalized It question. really was. Yeah. yeah, it was right around the corner yeah, for me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It hasn't been open yet. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Neurotic Pants uh, writes in, Mel Tucker isn't as loyal as D'Antonio was. Is he for better or for worse? Well, I mean, the, not to, not his guys. Now I'll say this: uh, D'Antonio barely lost anybody, if anybody, when he took over. That was part of his deal was keeping that guy, keeping the roster and building it. And but you built a team differently back then, without really the transfer portal. Different era. I mean, I think D'Antonio was the perfect guy for that era. And Tucker, whether he's the perfect guy, we don't know, but he's more built with a willingness to, you know, to. Um, it was Dark Mantoni with the cutie or Blue Moon question. Um, I, I think he's more built for this. I, whether he's less loyal, I think he's more. I think the relationships are more transactional. That's the evidence now, and, and more. You know, you perform. You're you're good there. I, I haven't. I don't have a sense of it though, because here's the problem: having covered most of this last year through Zoom, I haven't had you know sort of off the record, off the cuff conversations with players to get a sense of that. Um, Sure, some guys have left. It's, it's a really good question. I don't know how it's all gone down, so I can't really answer it wholeheartedly. But certainly, D'Antonio was loyal. Some people said loyal to a fault, and uh, I don't know that Tucker has that same gene. By the way, Treese is listening live and said, "Blue Moon is an Ovid, you idiot." <laughs> so thanks, hey, Treese. Thanks yeah. for listening live, uh, Mister Neurotic Pants. With this one, based on the Spartans running a twenty-yard dash so well at last week's practice, how many more games will they win? <laughs> Yeah, I, I again, I, I if they're a 500 team next year, that would be good. I, Let's I just start there. I don't mind that as a I, prediction, right? I don't either. I, and, 500. And, and frankly, surprises. they only got six home games. So, again, if, if you're thinking if 500 to you is usually six wins and they play seven home games, then, that, then this year it's five. I usually think 500 is how many home games you have. I think if they get to six, they get to a bowl game, I think that's what you want to start doing if you're Mel Tucker is you want to be interesting this year. You want to show some ability to have an explosive offense because, again, this is the last year weird COVID year. They beat Michigan, whatever. They beat Northwestern. The people are okay with last year. To me, if you're going to be mediocre, be mediocre differently. Don't have it be an offensive struggle. I think people trust, given the defensive staff, that they'll get it together defensively. People want to see an offense that works. Next one from Mr. Neurotic Pants. Do you feel comforted knowing that the absolute worst Major League Baseball players Flies on chartered planes, sleeps at the Hilton, eats catered food, will be making six figures. Do you, uh, do the Tigers merit that? Meanwhile, the West Michigan Whitecaps have five guys in every apartment and the toilets overflow. It does seem like the Tigers don't deserve everything they have here. They're not really major leaguers, the offense, you know. But I feel, you know, you get your chance to be. These guys aren't long for the major league, some of them. So just. How about the lug nuts? How are they going to do that this year? Same with the the Foster Homes. I don't know. If that's a can... good. That's a good question. That's a good story that somebody ought to do. Maybe in the Lansing State Journal. A story worth telling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Jason Aikens up next. Of which town or city in Michigan do you think has the best restaurants? I'm guessing you're going to say Frankenmuth. I mean, they have the good the good what is it, chicken with the the Bavarian Inn and stuff. I like it. I like Frankenmuth. I wouldn't say Frankenmuth's the best restaurants though in in Michigan. I, I I look. It's somebody who's done a lot of restaurant coverage in Lansing. And thinks, I mean, I'm not saying 
there aren't cities better than Lansing. Is there, that what you call eating at all of them? <laughs> I mean, I, I love being in Marquette and some of the places they have there. I love, I think uh, Detroit has some great places. I think Grand Rapids. I loved Kalamazoo, but I know this area a lot, and I've had to, yeah, I've had to, I've talked to a lot of owners, and I think Lansing is also Jason. We grew up here. Yes, Lansing's restaurant scene is so much more diverse. Its tastes are so much more diverse than they used to be. There's just such. There's a really. It's it's just a lot better. That what I was scared of that with COVID that we were going to lose a lot of that. And I don't think we have. I think a lot of places have survived it, which which makes me happy. I just think there's a lot of good places around here to eat. Honey, I'll be right back. i got to go cover a story at QP's. <laughs> be about 45 minutes. Hans Jurgen up next. Pound for pound, Mo Ager or Aaron Henry? Oh, we know this answer. Well, and actually, actually, I need uh, two seconds of Hoff, please. Okay, so I, you know, I do this thing on where you know where people rank all time and all that, all that jazz, and I updated it with Aaron Henry, and you can agree or disagree with me, but to answer the the question as best I can, Maurice Agar, I have at twenty six all time for Michigan State players, and I have Aaron Henry at thirty one, so I take Maurice Agar over Aaron Henry. I've done wow. the analysis, and that's that's where I have it. So Mo Agar over Aaron Henry, twenty six all time. Aaron Henry thirty first. All right. Well, next one from Hans, pound for pound, Parrish Hickman. Or Garrett Sherman. <laughs> Didn't cover either of them. Parrish Hickman, I remember, is a, is, a, is a kid. Obviously, if we're dealing with pound for pound with cocaine, it's Parrish Hickman. Uh, pound for pound on screwing Garrett, uh, uh, Tom Izzo with comments, it's Garrett Sherman. As players, I have, uh, probably go Sherman, but I don't remember Hickman well enough. Next one from Hans. If Michigan legalized all sex work and subsidized donut shops, would it become a utopia? Why should only farmers and green energy firms receive subsidies? Donut shops also need help. Sex work shouldn't be criminalized. God wants us to be happy. We are pent up and hungry. He's he's suggesting a co-op between Groovy Donuts and Hawaii Spa. Man, a lot of hand sanitizer. I mean, in between both places. I like to keep my 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 sex work and my donut shop separate. Um and. Uh, Groovy well, donut. they're not going to be in the same vicinity. You can kind of walk next door to the donut shop. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's like, but, hey, uh, toss me a donut. I'm done, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Next up is Jake Hawkins. Do you think Aaron Rodgers will be on a different team next season? Where are you on this? I say no. I say the Packers are going to try. Definitely not now. I think the June 6th uh, is the date where it will drop to $21 million the Packers would have to pay. I mean, it's just... Yeah. It's $36 million now. I don't think they want out of it. They're probably hoping that they can fix and mend this with Aaron Rodgers. I would think so. You know? And and I know the 49ers reportedly called, but again, it would have been on this salary dump, which would have been a hard deal. How about um, the 49ers? The front office, John Lynch, not telling the coaches they were taking Trey Lance? Would that, that concern you if you're a 49ers I fan? Think, I think it was the head coach knew. I don't think everybody else, uh, just because they were worried about coaches like, when the story I read. But I know, but so so that you don't. There were too many leaks, you know. Um, I, Trey Lance, it was an interesting move because everybody thought Mac Jones. and But they was, weren't going to trade up just to get Mac Jones. I know, I know. And how about Belichick getting Mac Jones? That guy is, man. I'll tell you what, a genius. The wizard. Absolutely. Uh, next one from the Hawk. Aside from Trevor Lawrence, which of the other four quarterbacks taken in the first round last night is most likely to be a bust? Where you at on that? I got to go, Zach Wilson. Yeah, just was look. The it's other. just the look has nothing to do with BYU and the uh, and the Jets. Cody Tucker hatred for him, but uh, it's the Jets. But it's just he looks. I just sit here looking at him. I understand yeah. people can grow and get facial hair, but he looks. I can't imagine Miles Garrett tackling him. 
and here's the thing: like Mac Jones is not going to be a bust. He may not wind up being Tom Brady, but I'm fairly confident that Mac Jones is going to be a serviceable, good quarterback. And I mean, Mac Jones is what six five? Yeah, two thirty. Good looking he dude. Has the kind too. Of, like you see the picture, like, holy crap, man! I want to look like Mac Jones. Better looking than uh, what's her name? Hillary Swank. Hillary Swank. I'd rather be with Mac Jones. Wow. Yeah. Breaking news. Yeah. Next one from uh, Jake. Do you think MSU football will be an NFL factory since Mel Tucker is damn near running the program like an NFL franchise? Well, it depends how you – I mean, if you – I mean, every college football program is trying to churn out NFL talent. I mean, that's a big part of recruiting. That's a big part. I mean, and MSU has been a really good supplier of NFL talent and, and really good at churning out NFL talent throughout the years before D'Antonio. I mean, look, they've been 80 straight years with an NFL draft pick, for, for God's sake. And so um, maybe it will be. I don't know that it will be better than – the heyday. I mean, the 2000 draft with with those seven, you know, or was six, six or seven, seven guys. Four of them wound up be pretty good. 2013 with Le'Veon Bell and Will Golston. You know, those guys. I mean, that, there have been a lot of really good NFL drafts from from Michigan State. So uh, his job is to keep that up and 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 maybe what D'Antonio didn't do as well is D'Antonio, especially a receiver. He had some guys who play in the NFL, but they weren't getting the you know, the Charles Rogers, the TJ Duckett's, the Plaxico Burresses. And I, I think that that may be one difference. Next one from Jake. Why has Rocket Watts recruitment been pretty quiet lately since he entered the transfer portal? I, I think it will. I mean, he, he said on social media, something's coming soon. A lot of guys are still just out there and it's figuring out the best place. Is there an opening? Louisville recently had an opening and I think that'll, that'll make a difference. Maybe we'll, we'll see. Um, but, uh, I, that that's it, it's a fair question that he hasn't been picked up yet. I think he definitely has offers. I don't think that's that's the issue. Um, people think he has a, still has a high ceiling, and uh, but it has to fit what you want to do. So it's not every place, but it, he definitely has offers. I, I I'm, I'm sure of that. All right, next one from Jake. Over under fifty percent that Rocket Watts will change his mind and be on MSU's roster next season. Oh, I think well under. I don't and I don't know that. I mean, over the, under ten percent. Yeah, I mean, obviously they have openings right now, and so if he did say, hey, I'd like to come back, what would they say? Because they'd have to talk about the fit and what they want to do. I, I would under 10% for sure. All right, last one from the Hawk. Did you see last week that Lansing was proudly represented during the final Jeopardy question? I looked this up just for Jake because I did not see it, but it was a question about what uh, car rolled off, you know, named for uh, or from Lansing was um, rolled off the – plant for their for the final time in 2004 which would be Oldsmobile right Oldsmobile was the um hey I live there yeah absolutely uh upper deck jerk guy how many years until the Lions make it to a Super Bowl so we, we don't know this obviously because the Lions have never been to a Super Bowl but how many years Jason do you think are until you will start expecting them to be in contention next year okay realistically oh uh three years so not this season, not next season, the five following year plan. season. Third year into the five-year plan of Brad Holmes. So the first year of a rookie quarterback, potentially. I hope so. Okay. Or if Goff looks good. I don't know. It's Now you're depressing me. I forgot about that. So five years? I only have a couple of these left. I know, so I know. Like, come on. Yeah, to me, it's, it's year To me, it's, by year four, they ought to be a team that is uh, – uh, I, I want to see, see a playoff push. I want to see them be in playoff contention and not like they're – not their their usual playoff contention where yes not Caldwell backing in yeah not not the not the five and six technically they're in contention in December shit I want to see them in playoff contention in year three I do and if because they're young at quarterback or they got a hole somewhere they don't make it I'm good with that and then year four I want to see them really ready to make a move 
Next one from the Jerk Guy. How, how full will they allow Spartan Stadium this fall? I mean, I think they're planning on 100% because if you look at what they're doing with um, season ticket renewals, they're, they're not like saying, hey, you haven't been in it long enough to get one. And They're planning on 100%. I don't know that we'll get there. Um, first of all, it'll be state guidance. I mean, we just had these guidance come out yesterday with uh, from uh, Grand Home and the Health Department. Like, you get to this many vaccines, all this stuff goes away. So if you're an MSU football fan, you want to be at the game, and you haven't been vaccinated, get vaccinated because that'll get you into Spartan Stadium this fall. Next one from the Jerk Guy. What do you put as the over-under on the amount of wins the Tigers have this year? I've got them under 42.5% because with with COVID, I think there was some question about games. So the book I was on was more of a percentage, which is like 68 or something. So, uh, And they're well going to be under that. I think it'll be over-under at this point, 55 I don't know. They're, they're, they're in rough shape. I don't think they, it's Jason. They just can't score enough to be more competitive than that. Right. And Casey Mize pitches his ass off, and they can't get him any runs. Yeah. It's going to be brutal. Uh, next one from the jerk guy. How much weight has Jason lost since he stopped drinking, or has that been counteracted by the munchies? Yes. Um, I have not lost weight. I have gained weight, actually, and that's due to the uh, – I'm going to blame COVID on that. But, yeah, I'm definitely eating more and the Sky Midnights, but I still am trying to have a salad a day to kind of counteract You're that. just adding that to the burgers and everything else, though. No, right? I'm just having the salad for lunch and then mm. at, you know dinner and then snacks afterwards. Which becomes the Sky Mint hits, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. What it Raccoon Graham is, is it, it comes out at night and Jason a little bit. Yep. Uh, next one from the Jerk Guys. So you think the Premier League will ever see something like what Lisa, what is this? Lisa, Leicester City. Leicester City did in 2015, 2016. Also, what do you think of the job Chairman Ayuat Sarah Akinorachnophobia has done? Uh, first of all, it was good for the Premier League. It's good any time a team that doesn't spend a boatload of money that's not in the top four or five makes a run and becomes relevant because that's the problem with the Premier League is that it is its own little Super League in certain ways. Even if everybody has a chance, there's no salary cap. There are lots of issues with it. Um, so somebody else will. I mean, I, and I hope I bet on it because if you bet like 100 bucks. Uh, on Leicester City at the beginning of uh, that year, I think you would have won like I don't know at least fifty grand. You know, I mean, just for that season. So I hope it happens, and I hope I have the foresight to put a hundred bucks on it that year. So you're saying bet a hundred dollars on a super long shot like that? Yeah, I don't know. Probably not, not many play. people are doing. I'd rather that. do the one dollar to win five grand and have it happen. That 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 actually would be the smarter play is just to take one dollar every year, lose you know lose ten bucks on the ten long shots, and hope it happens. Finally, last one from the jerk guy. What's the worst thing you've ever tasted? Kale. Oh, kale is complete ass. Kale's fucking awful. Oh, it's the worst. You don't want kale. I also grape nut cereal once when I was twelve, and I of course pulled it, put a you know giant bowl because I was at somebody else's house, and then I felt obligated to be polite and eat the whole thing. Grape nuts is awful. I used to hate couscous too, but like the new, the thicker, bigger, or the new couscous. I don't like the. The old style. The- Save some of these for uh, June and July. <laughs> we appreciate all. We appreciate all of you guys, and thanks to Groovy Donuts. Go to groovydonuts.com or stop by either location, Williamson or Lake Lansing Road, uh, and get your Groovy Donuts for this weekend. Uh, thanks to Midtown Brewing Company. Enjoy their brunch this weekend. Give it a shot. I'm, I'm telling you, you're going to absolutely love it. 402 South Washington. Go to Midtown Brewing Company on Facebook. And thanks to Skyman. Today, Customers Appreciation Day, 50% off. THC and CBD products. You might run into Jason and I there. We'll talk to you. Have a great weekend.
Wherever you are on your cannabis journey, let Sky Mint Premium Cannabis be your guide, your friend, and your place. Whether you're curious about cannabis or a seasoned connoisseur, Sky Mint's knowledgeable staff will help you with a 